0: I was just talking about, you know, how there's big companies out there that are such an integral part of your life. They're the fabric of your whole life. And you don't even know their name. All right. And you know what?
1: Our guest, I love their tagline, I'm say. Everywhere you live, go and work. So we have the president from CRH America's Building Solutions with us, John Kemp. This guy's tough to get. He
0: He's tough really to get. tough to get. And they're not only the largest building supply in North America, they also your local partner exactly yeah. they they're like a small company who just happens to be huge
1: hey John
2: hey guys what's How's it up going?
1: look at him it's going happy.
2: great hey 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 I want to look look at this I upgraded from the motel room that we last did the podcast in Baltimore you, what do you think <laughs> how do you <laughs> like a the, much better look. digs well, the host, I mean, yeah, I'm not, but but the backdrop is fantastic. But the is. backdrop's fantastic. Guys, that, that intro, it gets better every time you do it. And <laughs> I, I don't deserve that. I don't deserve that. I really don't. But, yes, you but do. thank you. John, thank you. Tell, tell everybody what
0: your position is with CRH. So, you know,
2: I do have a. I hate titles, and you know yeah, that, guys. We we've talked too. about that because titles, you know, if you have to use a title then you're not doing the work. And that's why I love your podcast, is because this is about people that are actually doers, not just, you know, prognosticators. And, and people who get their hands dirty, mud on their boots, you know, right. feet on the street, whatever you want to uh, call it. Um, so I, I handle a, a large business development group at CRH, uh, and we span across the globe, but mainly we focus in the Americas here and uh, over in Europe. And what we try to do, y- you said it best. You know, we are, okay, we're a large company, but let's not talk about that. But let's talk about, we're a large company that acts like a very small company in your local communities. Exactly. Because if you think about the products that we make, and we make a lot of products, okay, probably some which I don't even know about, and I've been with the company almost 20 years. But, you know, aggregate, uh, concrete block, uh, ready-mix concrete, it doesn't travel very far, and it's heavy. So we we are in our local communities because of the products that we make and the difference that we make in people's lives. Everybody, when they come in and they go, oh, John, you make you crush big rocks into small rocks. You guys know that. Mm, Right. Right. But it's more than that. We we like to say that we impact people's lives locally and regionally uh, for the better. For instance, deliver clean drinking water, concrete pipe, you know, build uh, the buildings, your homes that you live in. That's. We never think about concrete or aggregate, you know, but it it is a sexy uh, product and it's a <laughs> sexy industry. I, I know every, my wife would disagree. She'd be like, John, it's concrete. How how can you how can you like concrete right. that much? But I do, and it's asphalt concrete. And we we've got a lot we've got a lot of stories to tell, and I know limited time to do it. But we're the big company that operates and acts locally because. If you think about our acquisition strategy, and and I'll get off CRH just for a second, but we're very unique. We, we like to buy small mid-sized companies, keep the management, that's, that's a key, because most of the other big companies, you know, they have a a row of of newly minted MBAs and when your number's called, you go run the business. But we like to be in the community, hire from the community, because guess what, that's who has the relationships? It's not some faceless corporate entity.
1: John, I'm, I'm glad you gave us a quick rundown. Uh, one of the things I like to focus on first is your materials division.
0: And you started talking about that already. Right. That that's right. a
1: big that's a big spectrum of your business. I mean,
0: aggregates is a huge category right huge. there. Right. I mean, a lot of people may not even know what an aggregate is. I mean, it's such a part of our daily life, True. right? But it's every anything that's crushed all the way from, what, a quarter-inch chip all the way to, gosh, yeah. five, six-inch, you know, even maybe bigger than that. Right. But if you take aggregates away, right, you, then your roads aren't there. Your concrete's yeah. not there.
2: It's in part of everyday life of what we have, right, John? I think there was a, there was a statistic, and I'm probably going to get some of this wrong, but I'll get the majority of it right. Do you know that concrete... Uh, I think this is a few years old, but concrete was the second most consumed product on the planet at one time. Now you think about that. Amazing. You know, it's in everything we do. We just don't realize it. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy when you think about the the, the aspects and the uses. And, and Dean, you know I'm a, I'm a geologist, petroleum by schooling. Yes. Un- so right. if you want to talk about amorphous silicate structures, which I know your audience is like, John, what? what <laughs> you John, you from? were doing
1: so well when you talked about the sexy <laughs> side. Now you're blowing it, man.
2: To me, it's I, a geologist. It's a sexy business, but it's a steady business. It's a, it's a much needed business that I think we take for granted.
0: Mm, right. Absolutely. You know, John, I wanted to tap into sustainability. Because oh, the yeah. key word that you know everybody's uh, talking <laughs> yeah the buzzword yes everybody's talking about that today but I mean with the company your size I mean and with all the people that are under your company this must be a constant discussion you
2: guys are talking about constant and I would say within the past maybe year to two years it's moving up on on the importance priority uh, at our company. Mm -hmm. And if you think about this, think about asphalt and concrete. You know, a lot of aggregate goes into both, but we also take back a lot of, uh, when they rip up the roads, we take back and recycle all that. So Mm -hmm. it is the ultimate in sustainability. Uh, concrete and aggregate and we repurpose that and then when the life is up on that we take it back to the quarries put it through a crusher and then reuse it again so we will continue to to use and become more sustainable because concrete is a very sustainable material as is as is asphalt because it keeps being reused so
1: that's the big point of with your aggregates too I think a lot of people assume when they see like a big uh, Office building parking lot get demoed or a highway. They think all that material goes into Into a landfill landfill or something. And it doesn't. No, it
0: gets recycled.
1: It doesn't. People in the masonry and hardscape world have been green forever since we were growing up. They've been. You know, John.
0: It also brought up a word. Dean and I were talking this week about the word perception. You know, uh, Dean says you know the perception of a company your size is that, oh, a company this big gets that way because they've plowed everybody over and consumed everything around them and all of that, which isn't true. You know, there's a, if you don't have sustainability within the mission statement of what you're doing,
2: you know, we're going to lose the last, the next generation, because they're all talking about, you know, and, and we tell the story often, as often as we, as we can. Because even when we are finished, the useful life of a quarry, that we can't use it, you know, we will want to put that in and repurpose the quarry itself as a wetland, yes. as a, as a nature habitat, right. or, right. or if the ground, if the ground is such that it's not going to penetrate, you know, we, we'll also offer in partnership with some of the big, you know, waste management firms, you know, uh, a landfill. because until we become, you know, fully sustainable, and I'm talking about plastic recycling, glass recycling, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, there's still, landfills are going to be a necessity. But you have to, again, that is the ultimate expression in sustainability, not only the product itself, but, but after you mine the product, what can you use that quarry for, for the benefit of the local communities because the quarry ain't going anywhere it's staying in your local area that's, right. that's that's the story that we love to tell when it comes
0: to the material side no we can see that we see that I mean you know we've talked about this before John but it's a it, this is a great point to bring it back up is that next generation you know it's it's a huge it's a discussion we've been talking about for probably the last 15 years mm-hmm. when we were at the world of concrete right <clears throat> and we're interviewing people from all over the world and I know that you guys display there as well and our vendors mm-hmm. there is um you know these kids they don't understand the business if we don't take some responsibility in leading them into it it's a multi-billion dollar industry yeah. and they don't even understand half the jobs that are available to them right. within it engineers yeah. designers estimators you know not just yeah. people that work architects with tools, architects you know and and the other yeah. thing too john and i know you guys have the ace mentoring program and that ace right. mentoring program stands for architecture construction and engineering correct Yes. You yes, guys correct. are in, um, I think you're in about 36, 38 states uh, around the country. It's an after school program for high school kids, and it introduces them into these areas. I think it's yeah. a fantastic idea. Can we talk about that a little bit?
2: Yeah, I'd love to. We, you know, not only us, but there's a lot of other large, medium sized, small companies that really believe in this and contribute. Yeah, yeah. We, we're a, uh, a, a top contributor, but it's not just about throwing money at it. It's about spending time in a mentor, a true, true mentoring role. Mm. And frankly, you know, when we go to, to trade fairs or we'll go to colleges, I have to compete with Google's and Amazon's and, and, and all the kids are over there. And I said, hey, hey, you know, we're cool over here. Construction <laughs> is cool. Let me, let me explain. Uh, right, right. I love technology. But again, I think technology to make people's lives better, that's the key. I mean, where, where I live in in Alpharetta, it's, in Georgia, it's experienced huge growth. But whenever they put up the, the facades on these buildings, I we walked the dogs downtown and I said to my wife, that facade's coming off in six months. That one's going to be probably four months and this one's going to be five months. And wow. guess what? I could take a picture when I go home tonight and, and it, everything has come true because you're not getting that great quality craftsmanship. Right. And that's because we haven't trained The future generation of leaders, and and, and leaders does not mean you got to be a white collar leader. Leaders come everything in every shape, size, color, form from from the janitor all the way to the CEO.
1: To get good at our, our trade, any trade, you have to spend some years doing it. It doesn't happen overnight, and they're so used to the computer age where it's pushing a button or you know, learning a program, and, and you get it instantly. So that, that's the hard thing we have to fight.
2: I, I, we do, and I'll give you a great analogy on that. I, I've got a great friend, uh, Steve Kaufman, Kaufman Construction in, in Dallas, Texas. And, and when I met him, he's a, he's a concrete turnkey uh, guy, and, but he wants to make a difference. So when I met Steve probably in the early 90s, he said I want to be a different type of builder in concrete. And I want to give I want to give prospective homeowners he builds a lot of homes. And I want to make a difference. And I said the only way I can I know how to do this is pick up a trowel and run it over some uh, concrete in the plastic state to see a good finisher, you know, takes years and you can feel, right. Does it tear on the surface? Right. right? Is it, is it too, is it not enough fines in the mix? Is there, is there not enough cement, et cetera, et cetera. I agree. But you know what, you know what, I, I think life is best lived right outside and off of a Excel spreadsheet. Everybody's saying we need to get back to outside. Okay, well, isn't that blue collar? Isn't that what we do? Isn't that we build stuff? We build stuff with our hands. Um, You've got to feel the material. If you've never done that, okay, I would say, and I I don't want to use the old expression, get back to nature. I'd say get back to real world. Yeah. You know, living, living behind a computer screen is not real world.
0: Well, you know, John, I agree with you. I didn't mean to cut you off there, um, but I wanted to say one thing that popped up when we were kids growing up. And I'm sure you, too. It's it's primal in us to build something. Look at Legos, right? Legos, yeah. girls, boys. Building and building and building, creating something. Look what I created. Then we find our way, we we get into other things and all that. But there is something within that. And I think one of the biggest struggles we have with this generation and the one behind them isn't maybe so much the kids, but it might be the parents' perception of the
2: construction industry. You know, not knowing what the opportunities are. Yeah. I, you know, I I would definitely agree with you. And the only way to break that stereotype is uh is to mentor my my plumber is i'm great friends with him he he does a phenomenal business uh but as he said he's making a difference in people's lives and i tell my kids the most important people your plumber your garbage man okay yeah. because when they go away guess right. what you're a, you, you know what it doesn't Still <laughs> so, I, I too good <laughs> <literally>, <laughs> instead of figuratively but i think i i do think the perception um, you're right. And, you know, tech companies are great, nothing wrong with them. But I think we have to get back, you know, to, you know, working with your hands. You know, we, we did a big uh, study a couple of years back and, and everybody, our company that we hired, they said, what's the strongest building material? And of course, you know, you get the usual answer, steel, uh, concrete. And we all said, no, 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 you just said it, guys, optimism. Why do you build things? Because you're optimistic about the future. Absolutely. You're optimistic about filling that building. You're optimistic about putting people in homes. You're optimistic about delivering clean water, okay, to to us, to to our friends and neighbors. And you know
1: the, the one thing with the younger generation that is exciting. Yeah. We're going to tie in innovation because yeah. they're so tech savvy. Yep. And construction. Right. This 3D printing that we've talked before, I I can see eventually that you're going to 3D print housing for affordable housing to where you can Give people homes, right, and maybe help the well, homeless crisis it, it,
0: with with technology, right, and innovation. Well, the other thing that pops up for me yeah. is, you know, these kids are actually going to start solving some of the problems that not that we've necessarily created, well, but that you've, have come along. I haven't created any problems. <laughs> no. What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> we won't talk about that. Before. You were the one. I, in I'm the guilty. I'm guilty. too. Okay, it's all <laughs> your
0: fault. So, yeah. but you know, we, the the problems that came along the way because. Things have changed. Like, for example, not like we're going to get into politics. We're not going to get into politics. But there was a guy on the radio the other day in New York City. And somebody asked him, well, what do you think about what's going on in Washington, D.C. right now? He goes, I don't know, but I'm ready to drive over this 120-year-old bridge. Could somebody fix it? (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, what a perfect point of view. Like the house is burning down, but everyone's focusing around the landscape, you know? It's like, and I was thinking about you guys, John. I was thinking about yeah. your infrastructure. I was thinking about all the things you have in place to rebuild that bridge, right?
2: Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I and without getting into the politics because it seems you, you can, if you want politics, just go online. You know, pick right. your pick your poison. You know, either way. But you're absolutely right. It goes back to what we started. You know, the podcast today. It's local. I'm worried about my potholes. I'm worried about the drainage ditches. You know, outside. You know, the development. Do, do i know what goes on in washington i don't care it doesn't affect my daily life do i do i keep involved so i we can drive right the clean air clean right. water develop great leaders you know whether right. you're white collar blue collar you know don't have a collar whatever <laughs> i i think i think just helping out i think helping out and spending time in developing leaders at all levels
0: uh, that's the key. I mean, you know, it is going back to like the infrastructure of the highways and all that. You guys have this innovative program called Aware, correct?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I, yeah, can we tap on yeah. that
2: before we let you go? Yeah, you know, we believe in giving back, and I think that's a hallmark of any company that wants to lead. Uh, this Aware system, obviously, you know, we on the material side of the business, we the bulk of that business is heavy highway construction. Exactly. Yep very dangerous, as as you well know. Oh, yeah. And um, we developed the system because we had a few deaths with, you know, impaired Uh. drivers plowing into a a work crew. And the system was developed, and I, I won't get you into the specifics, but what we did is, is we took this technology that we spent millions of dollars developing yeah. and we offered it to uh, the industry, basically our competitors, because we felt that that life was more important than profits at that time, that we needed to share this to save lives. And again, I, I think that is a leadership, that's making a statement saying that, you know what, we value the future more than we do a quarterly profit at, at this particular uh, case. So I appreciate you guys Bringing that up, um, well, you know what, John? Because other, we just had
1: other, a, we just had a major tragedy uh, here with an impaired driver coming from, you yeah, know, a party. them girls. Yeah, and and we've experienced mother. it personally in our yeah, lives too. Right? But that's the thing that you and I have seen forever. It, oh, gosh, it right. is like a lot of companies innovate products, not necessarily for profit, right? They do it because they're tied in. It goes right back to your backyard you know the men and women who use your products and come to your plant every day to buy the crushed stone and stuff right and if you can do something to literally help save their life I know that's sounding dramatic but it's not It's life right (laughs) it's life John you know what? so from from this discussion and we could go on for hours I see the future of construction only growing the only thing that's gonna slow us down is the labor shortage
2: yeah the the labor shortage is real Uh, um, it's probably not going to get better, I would say, in the short term. But more importantly, I think now is a great time to tell the story, to get the younger generation coming into the industry so that we can probably smooth out future labor shortages when the economy is is doing so well. Because you know what's right. going to happen. There's going to be an inevitable, inevitably, a recession that that will happen and then they'll weed out some of, the, some of the poor and more people will flood back in. Um, I, I, I don't know that having a body, rather than a, uh, a passionate person who wants to make a difference, i.e. leaders, okay? I think, I think we're doing a lot to train the future leaders of America to, to smooth out some of these labor shortages by telling the story. And I'll leave you with this, guys. You know my motto, leadership's an action, not a position and and i, like I think that the, and you'll know the difference and the younger generation coming up really knows the difference because yeah. if they see the ceo or president or whoever sitting in their posh corner office guess what that's not a leader no, no. that's not a leader right? right that's you're a guy right. who's working on a spreadsheet yeah he's not he's not helping your career you're right okay? but but the action ones are out there with you in the field getting dirty you know finishing concrete hammering nails putting on a roof you know that's life and i don't know what more i can add to that no. guys well yeah. all i all i
0: can add is you're coming to visit, visit us at the quarry yes. you know you need to make oh, a local yes. trip yes. Right. at some point from atlanta okay so we'll see Will you do. all right and um john thank you so much for your time today i mean really. uh
2: you guys i love i love your show i love what you're doing for the industry you yes. know you you just can't, I can't thank you guys enough. All right. And anytime you need me, if I if the schedule allowed, please, I will be wherever you need me to be. Okay. Thank you. You know,
1: I, I really, I really appreciate that because I think too, and I, I don't want to start a whole other conversation, but I think our industry is completely ignored with advertisers with getting into the digital world and people don't realize the wealth in this business. The, the wealth that you, this business you, you, creates. We could just talk about your little facet of the business. Overall, the construction business is right up there with the high tech, but nobody notices. Right. Nobody spends any time with it.
2: Right. I agree. And, you know, guys, you think maybe that's because we are pretty humble or try to be humble. I mean, where you go out, you lace your, your work boots up, you go out, you do your job, you go home. I I. I think that's a big part of it which is great but I also think that you know you got to tell the story and you guys are telling that story and and that's why I'm so grateful to get it out there and and we can build some great future leaders because there is more money in this industry and if people do the research okay uh, they're gonna find out they're like god I had no idea it was it was this great and it's like we always say you know yeah it's probably not the sexiest of industries but you know what? Over the decades, you know, the, the line on the graph, it always is moving up to the right. That's a good thing. That's good right.
1: Thing. And and we're lucky enough, John. Yeah. I know you're a humble guy, but you were truly a leader. And for some of these young kids to get a chance to meet you and, and hear your story, because yeah. everyone has a story. Yeah, um, yeah, everybody. You know what? Yeah. You, you put a great face on a big company. Absolutely. You're
2: you guys are unbelievable. I, anytime you need me, I'm here. Thank you for the work that you do for this industry, and let's go make a difference. All right, All right John.
1: Johnny. We'll talk to you soon. All right, talk guys. You soon, thanks, John. thanks so Have much. A good one. See ya. Yep. You know what's great about him? Hmm. Think about it. If, if I was a, a forklift driver at one of his companies like Belgard, right. if I got a chance to see that, I'd be excited about the company. Wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. I think you can learn a lot from him.
0: Absolutely. Because well, the people you work lot. with and stuff,
1: your leadership, not so much. I'm just saying. Listen, it's a it's an honest time. We can be honest with you. It's an right?
0: honest time. I've been with you my whole life. Trust me. I know who's the leader of this group. It's
1: my honest time. I'm being honest with you. You could get better.
0: <laughs> anyway, folks, we hope that you like us and subscribe. Uh, this is Dean and Derek. We'll see you next time. Thanks on for Let's playing. Let's go to work. <laughs> you know, the purple shirt... <laughs> absolutely does not Barney? work for you. You look so like Barney. Barney. I'm bringing Barney, like Barney back. John's
1: bringing sexy back. I'm
0: bringing <laughs> Barney.